This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is RJ Stern. RJ, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Good. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course, man. Anytime. So how, just in general, like how, how's everything going now? Um, obviously we're still in this pandemic. Uh, we're, we're, you're in California, right? Yeah, Cali, Bay Area. So how's, how's everything out there? Um, it's cool, man. Uh, same old, same old. Yeah. I was, uh, I was working at Costco and, and running track before all this stuff got crazy. So I was like pretty used to like just either being at practice or being at work and then just going home. So like, quarantine wasn't like like a crazy it wasn't weird to me it's it still isn't it's just weird that this is like the new normal but like it's yeah. it's been cool man just got to adapt and get by yeah definitely feel you on that so all right so you're at laney uh you were there for how many years two years i was there for three years total okay so so this the when the when the camera crew came or like you knew or like when did you guys know that last chance you was going to be filmed for you guys so they came out in April of last year and uh, I was like, huh, who are these guys? And then like coach beam gets up in front of us and says, all right, guys, you're going to be filmed today. Just ignore him. Okay. All right. Get your, get your bus to the weight room, you know? <clears throat> and, but like, we're like, we're observant young man. So like, we're paying attention. We're looking at like the back of their shirts and they're like, wait a minute. Is this last chance you? And we were like, and then like, we, uh, I forget who, who I asked. Um, I think it might've been Terry, the cinematographer. Um, but he was like, yeah, we're last chance. You know, I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then they filmed us, they filmed our practice that day and it was fun. Um, and then they were gone for the rest of the, then they were gone. And I was like, oh man, like we, we didn't, we didn't they scared them off. Um, and then, you know, we go through summer ball, we go through, uh, we get to the beginning of fall camp and, I'm actually running a little late. Like I'm two minutes before the meeting starts and I'm running up the stairs and I see all these, these same people, these camera crews, but it's like doubled. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, oh shoot. You know, we're, we're on the show. And so like, we didn't really find out until the day they decided they were going to come back. I had heard like whispers that they had picked us and that they had already talked to beam about it and that they had uh, signed on. But, you know, we didn't want to believe none of that until we saw something. So everyone found out, like, the same day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's a yeah. dope little story right there. Um, what, yeah. what was it What was it just like, like, cameras basically following you around, like, all the time? It was cool. I mean, you get, you get used to it after a while, yeah. bro. It's like the first – I would say the first week or two is just like, is this real? It's like yeah. – it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, you know? Yeah. And – um. But you get used to it. And, like, those people, like, they were so cool. Like, Terry, Ashley, Daniel, Greg, all those people. They were just so nice and just so easy to talk to. So, you got used to them very quickly. And um, it just became – they just, like, became a part of the Laney football team, you know. So, it wasn't too weird after about a week or so. <clears throat> I got gotcha. you. And then uh, yeah. I know we were just talking about it. Uh, you've been doing a lot of interviews. Uh, and you said you got used to them. Yeah. Uh, just what's it what's it been like like right after the show came out uh like the reception and like just people reaching out to you uh indescribable man i've had like just thousands of people have, 
have DM me and like even called me because <laughs> found my number on my highlight page. Just all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Most pretty much all of it positive. Um, yeah. It's just crazy how many people are hit me up and tell me that like my stories inspired them. And it's just mm -hmm. like and like that's what you want, man. Like you want yeah. people to like hear what you've gone through and to take something from it so that they can apply it to their life. And so like, I think it's awesome. Um, but I've, I've just gotten like a lot of love and just a lot of support from people. And, um, it's been crazy, man. Like my, my Instagram is blown up. My, my Twitter is blown up a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been fun for sure. It's, 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 it's definitely, it's definitely really cool. Did you watch any of the seasons beforehand? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, no, oh, okay. um, not, a, not up until, uh, they came out there for that April. Then I wanted to like, see like yeah. what we would potentially be getting ourselves into. Mm -hmm. And so like I watched it with one of my buddies and um, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I was, I, I kind of got like a weird vibe from it though, just because of like the way the coaches were like, mm -hmm. I only watched indie season. I didn't watch anything from the first two. I just watched like the most recent stuff. And I just didn't, I didn't really like like that environment i was like damn we're not like that at all they're probably not gonna pick us like mm -hmm. we're a completely different type of program so like i was that's why i was surprised um when they did pick us right because they have like you know jason brown is a personality um, yeah. i'll say that i don't know it was just i i thought it was a weird i don't know so that was i watched like half a season did you watch the season Oh yeah, like the night it came out, I watched it. I missed work to watch it. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to work. I'm going to stay up all night and watch this. I couldn't. Uh, I was like, nah. So yeah, did yeah. you know beforehand you were going to be like that featured in the show? I mean, yeah, like when they start filming <clears throat> certain dudes like a lot, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I'm I'm obviously going to be like a part of this show in a in a, in a big way. But um, I was one of, I think I might have been like one of the last people they, they talked to. Um, I actually, it was uh, Greg and Daniel walked up to me after I'd had like a really good uh, uh, inner squad scrimmage day. Um, I just had like, I caught, caught a couple balls, had a really good kick return. Um, it was just a good day. And they walked up to me and they were just asking me questions about myself. And like, how do you get here? You know, what's your name? Um, I told them, you know, I take BART every day and then I walk a couple, I walk about a mile or so to the BART station. And I, I do that both ways. Like, oh, we'd love to film you on bar. Would you be open to that? I was like, yeah, hell yeah, you know. And um, it just kind of took off from there. And then one thing led to another. All of a sudden, we're doing uh interviews and like they have they're micing me up every day. I get there and uh, it was um, it was cool, man. But like that was a after I would say week one against Modesto when I had that my breakout game. Um, uh, that's when I was like, okay, like I'm I'm gonna be featured pretty heavily in this show. Yeah, so that yeah. that's when stuff really started uh, taking off. And then what? Yeah, what was your overall reaction to just watching the whole season? I thought it was awesome, man. Um, I thought it was cool. I thought they did everyone justice. I thought they they kept it as real as they could. Um, you know, and I think uh, I think they did a great job. You know, they obviously I said some things uh, off camera that still made it on the screen that ne didn't necessarily get me a positive reception, but. Um, I mean, I, you know, I said those things, right. But like, obviously like the yeah. thing, In the it's, a, it's, a, it's a TV show. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just frustrated, but like what they don't show is like, uh, me, me and beam talking it out me apologizing yeah. for saying what I said, you know, um, and me just me and him just being cool. Um, 
And then, like, I would have liked for them to show me going, like, one-on-one with Ray more. Um, actually, like, they didn't show it at all. If they had shown that, it might have given a clear picture, I think, of to as to, like, what kind of a player I am. But, you know, it's neither here nor there, man. I think they did a wonderful job with it. Yeah, for sure. Now, going into your football yeah. career, uh, coming out of high school, like, what what was your – did you have a recruiting process? Like, did you – or, like, how did you – you fell under the cracks? What happened? Oh, man, I wasn't even – I was already in the cracks. I yeah. No one knew who I was. I went to De Anza High School. Before they got good again, we were we were just terrible. We, we, had, we had a good coach, um, you know – Coach Gaskell is an awesome coach, but just not enough players who cared and just not enough time or resources to learn the game of football and win win games, you know, be a good team. Um, and I also just wasn't very – I wasn't a student of the game. And so, yeah, I, I, I was never even in the spotlight for it. Um, so I didn't have a recruiting process at all. Um, I just – I came to Laney in 2017 because I wanted to play football and just worked my butt off and – you know, made the team. Wound up being their starting receiver by week five. All right. And now um, now where are you at in the process? I know at the end of the show you committed to a D2 school and now you uncommitted. Uh, so where, where are you at now? Yeah, so I committed to Tusculum. Um, wasn't going to work out for me. Left. And right now I'm just I'm just weighing my options, man. I got a lot of things. Like after the show dropped, yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of big, big schools. Not like – only I've, I've talked to Cal, I've talked to UNR, I've talked to um, University of Dayton, I've talked to uh, Incarnate Word, I've talked to Tarleton a lot. Um, no offers, no, nothing yet, um, but just tons of Division ones and Division twos and Double A's hitting me up. Just you know, ha- we're having conversations like, and it's it's good conversations. You know, it's usually what leads to a, a scholarship offer, but mm-hmm. because of COVID, like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of up in the air. So I might have to take this. Uh, I might have to not go to school this semester yeah. and just opt out, you know, opt out, yeah. you know, um, and then just accept sign somewhere in the spring and then, you know, yeah. go from there. Yeah, but for yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any college football. I mean, that's what it's looking like right now. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, the ACC and SEC and Big 12, they might have a shot at playing, but yeah. dude, I don't know how they're going to, I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. I really don't. And how many yeah. how many years of eligibility do you have left? Two. I got two. Okay, that's good. Yeah, two for two. Yeah, so that's why that's why it'll be. Yeah. interesting. I'm assuming they're gonna give everybody like I guess it's gonna be called the Corona year, like one extra year after. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I'm sure that will happen. What's your pitch to like a school? Like, why would they want you? I'm not. I'm not a big talker, man. Like, I can talk, but like, I don't like just. Yeah. I would just tell a school that like you're just gonna get you're gonna get someone who is going to work his butt off, who's going to be coachable, um, who's going to make place for you when you need him to make place. I mean, who's going to represent your school and your organization and your program the way you want it to be represented. You know, I'm going to be the, I, I'm going to be the prototype for the kind of player you want. You know, that's what I did at Laney. Um, and that's, that's what I'll do wherever I'm signed. And so I just, I just need that opportunity, man, whether it's a walk on or a scholarship, um, you know, that's, and that's, you know, less is more. Like, I don't want to, like, sit there and, like, you know, just going on a tirade about myself. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, got to keep it simple. Got to keep it quick. Got to keep it uh, straight to the point. That would yeah. be roughly what I say. Yeah, I can already tell you're just a hum- humble, genuine guy. So, I think I think they should yeah. want you. Uh, yeah. What about you still, you still keep in touch with uh, your teammates from uh, Laney? 
I, oh, absolutely, man. I talk to Dior all the time. I talk, I talk to, I talk to guys from two years ago, man. Um, uh, from my freshman year, I talked to Jared, uh, Jared Smart. I talked to Dior. I talked to Ray every now and then. I talked to AQ. I talked to Cameron Nathan. I talked to Timmy a lot. All those guys, man. Yeah. All those dudes. I talked to Coach Rob, Coach Adam. Me and Coach Beam, we're pretty close now. We talk a lot. So those 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 guys are like I consider family, man. Like they're not they're not just teammates to me. They're like they're like a part. They're like they are brothers to me. Like that's how I view them. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah and now at the, like at the end of the show, I remember you were like calling coaches and stuff like that. Like what exactly happened? Did Coach Beam just thought you had an offer already? So like he just stopped helping you out? So part of it, um, I'm glad you asked me this because it's a good it's a good question. Mm-hmm. So part of it, um. So after school asks Beam about a player, he will tell that player, he will give out the contact information. And then as far as he's concerned, he's done his job. And he's right. It's not his job to go back and check on them. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, yeah, he, a lot of schools, division one and, or not division one, a lot of division two schools, you know, asked about me, wanted to talk to me. Um, And, you know, I think he just, assumed like yeah okay like rj's good like he's gonna get whatever offer he wants at this point you know he wants to play you know because i told him you know i'd I'd like to play in texas i'm fine with playing at a division two i just want to play somewhere that i'm going to be valued where i'm going to get the rock you know where i'm going to have the best opportunity to get to the next level um and uh you know so i think yeah it's just the problem was not a lot of those schools followed up with me Mm -hmm. um like so like a uh, Texas Permian Basin, you know, I, I talked directly to one of their coaches after out of practice. We had a pretty good conversation, got his card, and then their head coach followed me on Twitter, and then I tried to get in contact with him. Nothing, you know. So it was just a lot of stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, Beam Beam did his job for sure, and you know, he's he's still doing his job. He's still trying to help me find a place. Um, we were we were talking to the University of San Diego. He was helping me out a lot with that, and so yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. all there. That's all there is on that end. Yeah, no, that's awesome though, because like, yeah. like, like you said, like the the show like portrayed it kind of like he wasn't kind of helping you, but I, I kind of felt like yeah, I, I I felt like he he thought you got a spot already. That's why it was just like whatever. But so you could so I that is it. what he thought. Yeah, 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 so that, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So what about if you had a, if you had to do it all over again, like last chance you would you do anything different? <laughs> um no nah, man I mean I don't I'm not I'm not very apologetic for who I am as a person mm-hmm. I just went out there and I was myself so I can't say maybe maybe wouldn't maybe I'd be a little more uh aware of what I say while I have while I'm mic'd up because a lot of the yeah, stuff yeah. I said I wasn't even on camera yeah. um I was just like mad I was like walking off um yeah. you know I was just pissed off so maybe I'd be more aware of that but other than that, man, I mean, I, I just, I kept it real. I was, I was myself. So yeah. no. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, what advice would you give to like a younger football player, you know, trying to, trying to just make it? All right. So this is, that's an awesome, I love, I love answering this question because there's a lot of kids out there who think, and this is going to sound messed up, but there are, there's a lot of kids out there who want to play ball, whether mm-hmm. it's division one, division two, or they just don't care. Right. But here, here's the thing. There's also a lot of people out there and there's more of these people than not who they're just like, you're very clearly like not, like you can't play. So like mm-hmm. my number one thing is before, before you even get to this step, like before I even give you advice, are you actually cut out to play football at the college level? Are you actually ready to wake up at five in the morning, go run, go live, go eat, go to, go to class for four or five, six hours, 
then go do it all over again at practice and then go do homework and then wake up. You know, are, are you actually ready for that just alone, right? Um, are you built for that? Are you ready for that, right? And, uh, and the other question is, can you actually play? Can you actually play ball? So whenever, um, and you know, I believe that he, and like Will Smith said this, and maybe he got this from someone else, but he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. And so depending on the answer that those people gave me, you know, whether it's a yes or a no, I, I'll, I'll, you know, advise them accordingly. But guys who really think they can play, really think they have a shot, um, you know, I just tell them the biggest thing is you got to focus, you got to be ready to work, but most importantly, you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, you're, you're just, you're not going to go anywhere because you can focus all you want. You can work as hard as you can. But if you don't believe that you can go out there and you can contribute and you can play football at a high level to help your team win, be successful, you're, you're, then you're never going to be any of those things. You're just going to be wasting your time. You're going to be running in a circle. Um, so th those, are my, those are my three things that I always uh, tell people who ask me, like, what does it take or what kind of advice do you have for me? Yeah, yeah you just got me fired up. It's got me fired up right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> um, who, who's like, is there any, was there any like cool famous people that reach out to you? Dude? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That was the craziest part. So, uh, Tariq Cohen, who's one of my favorite oh. football players, sorry, was one of my favorite football players in the NFL. Um, you know, him and Calvin Ridley were talking about me on Twitter. Calvin, uh, Ridley said, RJ's pretty good. And I was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> but I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, but the, just just those two to name it, but Tariq is is a great dude, man. Theo Vaughn followed me and we had a conversation. So that was cool. Theo Vaughn shows love. Um tons, tons of guys yeah. uh from the NFL. I can't I can't remember all the names right off the top of my head, but the just to name a couple, like those are some people who have uh who have talked to me, who have reached out, um, who've spoken words of encouragement to me. So just there's more, like there's there's yeah. much more. Just I'm I'm blanking on names. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's been crazy for me. Yeah. I remember um, I sent you last week that Ben Baller was talking about you guys on his podcast and he was just like, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if you got to uh, check it out or not, but he was talking a lot about you and uh, Dior and how he could relate to you guys. So yeah, that, that was, that was cool. Cause I, I mean, he's, I don't know if you know of him, but he's pretty big in like the music sports world, everything pretty much. Yeah. I it's, I don't know who he is, but I did get a chance to uh, check out that podcast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, that is, that is crazy. Like there's all these people just like writing articles or doing, or doing like podcasts or like reviews and they're talking about me. They're talking about Dior. They're talking yeah. about Beam. It's just crazy. You know, that's what's wild. Well, I'll tell you, he's the top, he's the top of the top. Like he knows everybody. So, and a lot of people listen to this okay. podcast. So what, like, yeah, what did you, since you did listen to it, what did you think of him talking about it? Um, I just thought it was interesting, man. It was kind of a, my connection was bad at the time. So I only mm -hmm. um, heard the part where he was saying like, because uh, I, I talk about being able to forget my mom and stuff about mm -hmm. like the, the tough upbringing, like how she was, because I know she has her own problems. And he said he doesn't understand that. And like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have necessarily said that or felt that way. Mm -hmm. And then he went on and tell a story about him and his pops. And, you know, it resonated with me. And I was just like, well, I get it. But like, you know, my only response to that would be like, you have some stuff you got to work through, bro. Um, but it was, it was just crazy, man. You know, like, cause a lot of people aren't so different from one another, you know, like everybody yeah. goes through very similar things. So it was just, it just added perspective to my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think this season too, it was just, 
uh, different, obviously, because there was no scholarships and no dorms. So I think that's yeah. why everyone even, even was like, because it was already, everyone was like, holy crap, like these JUCOs are crazy. And then it was like, yeah. the guy even like not worth, but like, I don't even know what to say. Not, like no dorms and like, yeah. What was that like? You, yeah. Like where were you living actually? So to answer that, I have to tell you that in 2015, I was in Texas with my mom and that was like the peak of our problems um, in our household and I had to leave. So called my dad up and I asked him, um, Hey, I can't live here anymore. I need somewhere to stay. Can I, can I come live with you? You know, I, it's only going to be for my senior year and then I'll, you know, I'll cut. And you know, he was like, he had a conversation with his wife and they opted to just basically, they told me no. They were like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. You're 18. You know, like you're on your own. So I was like, okay. And that's fine with me. I didn't want to live with them anyway. I just didn't know where else to turn. Mm -hmm. um, but I wound up at a family friend's house, which is the one I'm currently living in, uh, which is Greyhaven. Um, and they're basically, this house has been in my family uh, for, I think, 60 years or something. Just crazy old house, really big house. Um, thir about 13 or so people live here at one time, you know, pretty much like year round. Um, but I was lucky enough to get a room. And yeah, but that my dad knew them through uh, my mom, for her, through her side of the family. But I'm not, I'm very, very little, I'm not very related to them. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, it's very small relation, but you know, family's family. I gotcha. And like, yeah. what else besides football, like what else do you like to do? I like drawing. Um, I love movies. I like watching like good movies and like paying attention to like thing, the way things are filmed um, and, and all that stuff. Um, but I like reading every now and then, depending on the book. Um, I, I love working out. I mean, really, those are, that's it though. Like my, my life really uh, just kind of revolves around football and getting better. I also love hanging out with my girlfriend. She's great. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. She's, she's been very supportive. Um, all right. Are you ready for some fun questions? I'm going to go from average to savage. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Who's, uh, who's one person in the NFL that you'd want to do a jersey exchange with? Dude. Oh, man. Um, like, who's in the NFL right now? Yeah. Actually, how about we'll do one all-time and then one current? Okay. All-time? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, man. All-time, Randy Moss. All right. Have to go with Randy Moss. Yeah. And then current? Um, that's a tough one, man. I got a lot of I got a lot of favorite players right now, so I'm trying to think. Just just because just because Tariq Tariq showed me love like early on, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say Tariq Cohen. I've right. told him that I, I want that I want a, I want a jersey swap when I make it. So I'm I'm, right. I'm speaking that into existence. So if he watches this, well, he already knows, but <laughs> yeah, I want I want his I want his jersey first. There you go. Uh, what's yeah, something people, a, what's something people don't know about you? I mean, not much now. <laughs> because, <laughs> um, My whole life's on camera. So you guys go check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, that's a tough question, man. I don't know what people would know about me. There's, there's articles and stuff about me. That, <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of crap out there. Um, I guess what I would say is, uh, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I haven't really talked to anybody besides 
you know, my, my stepmom, uh, who thinks like that I'm like this entitled, uncoachable person, but the show kind of hints or like kind of portrays it that way mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, most people look at it as like, okay, like obviously he's not that way. He's just angry. He's being emotional. Like we get it. But I would just say like, I'm not some arrogant, you know, uncoachable, uh, you know, entitled brat, you know, like what, what blows my mind is people really think I showed up on John Beam's doorstep. Right. And then just begged to complain, told him I was too talented to work hard. And then he starts me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like I worked my, I worked my tail off to, to start for him and, and to get play time. Like I, I played probably like almost every single snap, you know, every single game. So just, just that, I guess. You know, I think that, clear that I don't. yeah, I think I think people that understand football understand like yeah, which, which is a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so because uh, uh, I don't know if you know the YouTuber Flumlo, he does he he's been doing he's like the day one uh, um, yeah YouTube, YouTuber on Last Chance You. He uh, he was like I used to be a wide receiver too, so I feel for RJ when he wasn't getting the ball and stuff. So he backed you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real recognized, real man, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Uh, last one. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Any questions for you? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What uh? What do you use for your beard, bro? I'm trying to grow one. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a great clip. Oh, I did. I, you know, since quarantine, I just I just let it grow. Since it started in March, oh. I, I didn't. I haven't shaved, and then I just got touched up a little a couple days ago. Okay. Yeah. No, I couldn't. No, I'm, I see 20, you look- I'm 28, man. This is the first time I had a beard, so. Bro. I am nowhere near your level. I can't get anything. Hey, just let it. Nothing. Just let it grow. I have. Just don't don't do anything. It's rough, bro. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, can you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Appreciate you for having me, man. Uh, anybody who wants to, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Flash Gordon. Uh, that's spelled F L V S H dot Gordon. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. Wait, I got to ask you. So, are you a Flash Gordon fan? You know, it's funny. I not I wouldn't really call myself a Flash Gordon fan. Um I saw it when I saw like the movie one time when I was a little kid. And then like when Instagram came out, I was like trying to think of a like a cool Instagram name. And I at one point it was like I am the real Sam Shady, which is <laughs> the whitest thing you could possibly put as an Instagram username, but then I was just like, "Huh, wait a minute." I'm a, I, it just popped in my head, Flash Gordon. He's blonde, <laughs> plays football. He's not a real person. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's cool. So I just, and it just stuck. Like it's, I've had that Instagram name since, man, like literally since I was like 14 years old, I think. That's funny. So, well, again, I yeah. appreciate it. And uh, best of luck. Uh, of course, I'll man. be looking out uh, for whenever you get that scholarship. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me.